Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is helping our community. Today, we'll be discussing the Maryland Bankers Association's 2023 Emerging Leaders Group and their Maryland and West Virginia Food Bank's Food Drive. And for this discussion, I am thankful to be joined today by Blake Walker, Vice President and Director of Commercial Services at First United, and Dana Jung, First Vice President and Director of Business Resiliency at Eagle Bank. Dana, Blake, how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Doing good, Eric. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I really appreciate you both joining today and talking about this really important cause that that you are undertaking. So let's start off and level the playing field for our listeners. And Blake, can you tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the Emerging Leaders Champion Program and what, what this is all about? Sure, certainly can. So uh, the Emerging Leaders Champion Program, ELCP for short, is put together by the America or the Maryland Bankers Association. Uh, it's a year-long professional development opportunity for those interested and, of course, uh, chosen by their financial institution to pursue uh, farthering their careers and broadening their industry knowledge and skills. Uh, the emerging leader champions will experience a, a, a wide range of valuable activities uh, that boost ideally boost their career trajectories and leadership skills to help them, um, you know, advance in the banking world. Awesome. Dana, what, what more do you have to add to that? Oh, Blake's absolutely spot on. Um, so this program is uh, a, a superb opportunity to um, strengthen our peer networks and to learn about and from uh, top industry change makers and advocacy ec- experts um, we've had uh, a couple of sessions um, down in downtown Annapolis uh, with some of the uh, industry change makers. Um, there's also engagements with uh, the larger ABA, which is um, an acronym for American Bankers Association, uh, to provide um, a more global kind of national uh, perspective on on banking and leadership topics. Um, and um, one of the big requirements that we have as as uh, an emerging leader is to design and execute a philanthropic or community service project. So, so are you both in this program? Are you are you in the program or are you leading the program? Where where are you both at? So, so we are uh, participants in the program. I believe there's 23 of us. I think each year's class is between 20 to 25 people. Um, banks throughout the state of Maryland uh, select the individuals to partake in the program. And, and as Dana mentioned, uh, we do have periodic meetings. Of, uh, so far, I think we've had three. Uh, we've got one upcoming here in March that'll be in Washington, D.C. That's the American Bankers Association Conference, uh, which, I, which I believe we're both attending and, and excited about. Um, as far as the actual leadership roles, I mean, Dana, Dana took a, a, a large step in helping choose our philanthropic project, which we'll be talking about here shortly, uh, essentially trying to address poverty and food insecurity, uh, not only in the state, but shed light on it as a, as a, nat- as a national issue as well. Uh, Dana was pretty passionate about that from the beginning. And, and as a group, that's what we elected to, to move forward with with our project. 
That's awesome. Well, let's get into that. So, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we're talking about a food drive. So, Blake, can you tell us a little bit more about this philanthropic project? Yeah, sure. So, so statistically, uh, number one and number three problems we face as a nation: poverty and food insecurity. Uh, just a few statistics to kind of drive the the need for that. Twelve uh, percent of the population in the United States struggles with hu- hunger. That amounts to about 41 million people. Um, there's about 38 million Americans that struggle with poverty. Uh, you know, you don't, it's something you don't think about every day, especially in our lives. Uh, you know, in the banking world, we're fortunate to be in the positions we're in, you know, especially being in the leadership uh, program. And it's important for us to kind of consider the less fortunate um, in our day to day lives. And I think this will hopefully shed light on that. <clears throat> A few other things. Um, Households with children that are headed by a single woman have the highest rate of food insecurity. 16.7% of all children don't know where their next meal is coming from. Uh, 22 million children rely on school for their meals. Senior citizens uh, are, are a large part of food insecurity. Um, the average monthly income for those who use food assistance is only $813 per month. And, you know, you think about that in today's world, you know, from a banking standpoint, we're all experiencing inflation and uh, the rising interest rate environment that we're in. Uh, you think about that much money a month to live on. It does not go very far in today's world. Um, the average cost of a meal in America, about $3.02. And uh, nearly one in every three people in the Washington region have struggled with food access in the last year. So, you know, a lot of st- statistics back up the importance for what we're doing here. Goodness gracious. Those are heartbreaking numbers. Um, Dana, so, so tell us a little bit about you. You know, as Blake mentioned, you were really passionate about this topic and, and kind of pushed for this to be the effort for this year. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of tag on to some of those uh, really staggering facts, just two days ago, there was an article in the Washington Post um, outlining how the combination of ending states' health emergency benefits from COVID. So, um, when states rolled that out, there were increases in monthly food stamps. Um, and then there's also been the pullback of the federal SNAP uh, uh, program. Um, it's called SNAP. It's, it stands for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Um, you know, both of those are kind of getting rolled back a little bit, and that's resulted in miles long food lines at food banks. And this was actually something, of course, that I didn't know until two days ago. Um, but when we started to do some research about how we could make a difference, um, we discussed our options as a group and we really wanted to focus on on ways that we could best support some solutions for these issues. Um, you know, and we've got in our group, as, as Blake mentioned, we've got 23 members, you know, but we've got a huge geographic diversity. I mean, Blake and his team are, you know, up in, in um, western counties of Maryland and then we've got uh, some folks more centralized near Baltimore and Washington. And then we've got a big group of folks that are uh, on the Eastern shore. So based on that geographic diversity, uh, we formed three groups, you know, teams, if you will, to help sort of channel our efforts um, t- to make a bigger swath across Maryland. Um, and so, you know, we while food drives is certainly a part of this, uh, we want to also start to direct uh, some volunteer hours um, and possibly some monetary donations to the local communities um, as best we can. So we've got three teams, Hagerstown, Baltimore, and Salisbury. Um, coincidentally, the Maryland Food Bank has those three 
uh, and more um, areas for um, concentration for food distribution across Maryland. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so as kind of participating members for the Emerging Leaders Group for the MBA, you know, are each of you taking charge at your individual institution or is it kind of, it's larger than that? So you're saying like it's broken into three regions? Yep, sure. Um, so Eagle Bank, me, and we've got, uh, I've got two other folks, two other colleagues uh, from Eagle Bank specifically, and we've had uh, some other um colleagues at Eagle Bank go through different cohorts in different years, but we've chosen, we're leading uh, the Baltimore DC group. Um, and we chose uh, the third quarter sort of by default because we had Western Maryland pony up for the first quarter and then the Eastern shore folks are going to take the second quarter. So the Baltimore DC group is going to take the third quarter of this year to direct our volunteer and donation efforts. And so um, we're anticipating doing a food drive, but you know, it's over the summers. We got some school breaks and summer vacations to deal with. And it may, you know, may have its challenges, but we're certainly up for that challenge. Um, and we've, uh, I've also put a call into the Baltimore office of the Maryland Food Bank to, they take teams of 10 or less. Um, and so they've got a, a warehouse. And so I think we'll try and head down on site as a group kind of team uh, event. And uh, we're still working out specifics Um but we'll go to the warehouse there and help them stock food, et cetera. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, Blake, how about, how about you? What are First United's efforts towards this project and and the Western Maryland front? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, First United being uh, really our bank is the farthest West, you know, in, in the, in the state. So it just made sense that we would lead the uh, Western Maryland food drive in somewhat of a conjunction with Middletown Valley bank. We have another uh, emerging leader participant named Marina who works for uh, Middletown, and she is putting on a food drive at Middletown Valley around the same time that we are. So um, basically right now, I've, I've rolled it out to the bank, the entire bank, which of course we have branches um, not only in Maryland, but also in West Virginia, and have encouraged each branch uh, to set up a donation spot, and I can confirm that they all have done so. <laughs> um, I've also enlisted the help of uh, food drive coordinators in each of our regions. So our bank is uh, set up into three regions. Our central region, which is Garrett, Allegheny County, Maryland, Mineral County, West Virginia. Our east region, which is uh, which is our Frederick Hagerstown market, and down into uh, West Virginia a little bit as well. And then our west region, which is primarily Morgantown and somewhat of uh, of uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, each coordinator is trying to. Uh, uh, encourage their branches in their region to drive donations. We have set a goal uh, for each branch uh, to collect 100 pounds of food uh, during the month of March, essentially viewing one item, you know, one can or one box of non-perishable food items as a pound. Uh, I'm asking them to tally those up each week. We've also uh, brought our operations center and our call center into that mix and encourage them to do kind of an internal drive as well. So I'm tracking that on a weekly basis. I can say that here, you know, beginning of March, March 6th, I know we've already uh, received, I believe, over 300 pounds across the bank um, in, in donations. And I look for that to only to only grow exponentially, really, as customers, clients uh, and employees start to hear more about the cause and, and, and are encouraged to donate. So I'm anxious to see what kind of totals um, 
A similar project was put in place back in 2019, I believe, also through the Emerging Leaders Program. And First United was able to uh, collect over 3,000 pounds of, uh, of, of food donations. So I, I would really like to, to beat that goal and, and exceed it. It'd be awesome to be able to do that. I'm still working on figuring out how we're going to get it all to the food banks, but um, we'll definitely be able to do that. We've got people with trucks. We've got we've got the First United van. We'll figure out a way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know in, in just in in my memory of, of projects like this, that's always uh, it's always encouraging and and uh, rewarding to see the outpouring of support that that people in the community and people that that work not only at First United, but all community banks kind of give to these kinds of efforts. And even thinking back to when there was shoe drives and generating, you know, hundreds of thousands of pairs of shoes for, for worthy causes. So it's, I'm, I'm encouraged to see that and, and can't wait to, to hear you break that record. Sure. Yep. <clears throat> so let's talk about what, what you need most. So you mentioned canned foods, um, boxed, boxed goods. What, what kind of donations are needed most? When you go out and you look at the Maryland Food Bank's website, it's so huge. And they've got, you know, their kind of um, tentacles out into various areas. Um, You know, as you mentioned, the the canned food is certainly um, definitely uh, wanted. And uh, people are standing in line, as I mentioned earlier, to kind of get those um, types of items. And then, you know, like you mentioned, the coordination effort to try to get all those cans um, to the Maryland Food Bank, that can certainly, as you get into the higher pounds, that can be, you know, a challenge. Um, so I'm sure that, um, you know, the food bank is also, they do digital uh, drives as well. And so you can, and they've even got, um, I went on there and you can get like um, a, a big box of, um a big box of spinach or whatever. And, um, uh, it's like 90 cans or something. It's, it's insane. They have, they, but they've got bundles together where, you know, if you want to spend, if you're looking to spend a hundred dollars, they have things that you can just directly punch in and, and get those, you know, get that kind of, if you've got that target. But, um, I really went out to their website and I thought what they have got, I'm going to read a quote. Uh, I thought it really summed up um, the need. And so it goes like this. If we can increase access to healthy foods and nutrition education, more mail earners may be able to avoid the crippling effects of diet-related health issues and can reach their academic and social potential. So, you know, it's really less about the donation type and more about making sure that the right resources, whether that's money or actual food types, reach the right people across the state. Awesome. Thank you for that. And well said. So, um, so community banks are driven by their, their passion for helping people in our local communities. And this food drive is just, just one more example of that. Can, can each of you talk about your organization's approach to helping people now and into the future? And Blake, why don't you start us off with that? Yeah, I mean, Eric, you know, you're familiar with with what First United does and the and the value that we place on community service. You know, we encourage all of our employees to be involved in uh, volunteerism, uh, community community uh, service in some manner. It's funny, I was just working on some annual reviews today and reading about from my own employees all of the things that they are involved with within their respective community, and, and it's just amazing to see. Uh, to see them get out there and to see them 
uh, volunteer their time, it, 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 it's valuable to the bank in that they're, they become kind of a face in that community and a, and a connection with First United. But it's also just important from a personal level to be able to do that. The bank actually um, has gotten to the point of trying to track these volunteer hours, um, offering things such as you know comp time off for uh, volunteer time served throughout the week or even on the weekends uh, to be able to kind of give back to the employees and, and even encourage them to do it more. Um, you know, I think of the things that I'm involved in as well, just from coaching youth sports, Lions Club stuff, uh, all, all good things that we do in the community. And I see it across across the board and across our footprint. And it's pretty neat because, in, and Dana can speak towards Eagle Bank, but a lot of the banks, not just First United and Eagle Bank, but a lot of the other banks uh, with with individuals in the leadership program are what I would call community banks. And I think they all recognize the importance of being out there and, and being part of the community that you serve. Absolutely. Dana, how about Eagle Bank? So very, very similar. Um, I don't know that we've taken it quite to that level, but we're getting there. I mean, uh, and it may just have been that I have not been as engaged with the employee resources groups as uh, I am now. Um, but we've got, you know, um, uh, women's uh, employee resource groups, Latin American, African American. You know, we have um, all kinds of donations. I think um, there was a snack drive uh, that one group put on last year, right before we did um, a toy drive in um, in the Christmas season. Um, we are actively looking to. Um, and this has been a little bit of a challenge, you know, when you try to think of something that no one's thought about before, um, we talked about trying to adopt a family. Um, and so you don't just, you know, help put meals on their table for Christmas and Thanksgiving, but you, you know, help them with kids' birthdays and, um, you know, back to school and just kind of the things that, you know, people that I think maybe get left out of the mix you know, everybody thinks about toys for tots and that kind of thing at the Christmas season. But, um, you know, this is so we're, you know, we're trying to we're working with um, a hospital in Washington, D.C., where uh, we put a bunch of uh, toys together and they've got boredom kits for kids that have to come in for treatment. Um, and, you know, we've put those together. But I think really at the heart of what Eagle Bank's mission is, is really to put relationships first. Um, and that's not just our customers, uh, but it's employees, shareholders, all that kind of stuff. And we're always looking for new and the best ways to deliver, you know, the most compelling service and value to these folks. Um, we've got a model that's uh, relationships first and that's, you know, it's paramount to how we actually conduct business. Um, the initials in the word are, are meaningful in that the F represents flexibility where that yes, we can kind of mantra. Um, the I is uh, represents involved. Um, and so rapport is really at the foundation of all of our relationships. R is responsive, where day in and day out, we can be relied upon uh, to deliver for our customers. S is strong, and we've got a long history of sustaining a well-capitalized capitalized position. Um, this is our 25th anniversary. And then the T represents trusted. And so you really, you don't have, you can't have a relationship without trust and honesty and openness. So um, those are all the things that we really, we, we, we take very seriously. It's a, it's at the signature line of all of our emails. That's awesome. Well, and I, I applaud, uh, both first United and Eagle bank for, for their efforts and, and all community banks, because like we said, all community banks tend to strive for that 
um, that giving and that help in our communities. And, and to, to you, Dana and Blake, both of you, uh, thank you for, for your efforts. So if, if someone has a question or wants to help or get involved or make a donation, what's the, what's the best way they can, they can reach out and, and support this, this cause, Blake. So as far as reaching out, helping, making any sort of donation, I mean, stop by any one of our branches, you know, um, we've got 26 branches scattered, scattered across uh, our regions. Each one should have a donation box in the lobby. So even if you're, not a customer of First United, and you just feel like you want to help out and donate some food, stop in, certainly do so. Uh, spread the word. You know, this is great, Eric, that you're able to offer us uh, an invite on the podcast. I'm hopeful that we can share it through multiple platforms and, and, and help get the word out there. If you want to contact me directly with any questions, uh, my, my email is just bwalker at mybank.com. Uh, my office line is 301 uh, 533-2335. Happy to help and try to answer any questions that anyone uh, would happen to have. Great. And Dana? Um, so we don't have anything specific right now. So Middletown Bank and uh, First United are definitely the, if you want to get out there and do something right now, uh, their branches are probably the best best method to do that. Uh, we you look for something from Eagle Bank, like I said, over the summer. Um, and, uh, if you want to email me more about things that we're doing here, um, that's djung at eaglebankcorp.com. And then my office line is 301-804-4644. Happy to answer anything. Excellent. Well, thank you both. Blake Walker, Vice President and Director of Commercial Services at First United and Dana Jung, First Vice President and Director of business resiliency at Eagle Bank. Thank you both one last time for joining me today and providing such helpful information. And thank you both for what you're doing and, and helping our communities. Our, my pleasure. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also leave feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. We thank you for listening. We'll be back next time with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. Do I have enough money to retire? Is my family protected if something happens to me? Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor? When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management. First United, my bank for life. This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.